Welcome to the Underdog Jets podcast with Wayne Corbett and Robbie Sabo. And welcome back to the Underdog Jets podcast with Wayne Corbett. And we are back. It's a bye week, but that's okay. Because even when the Jets don't play, they win. The Dolphins lost. The Paper Tiger Dolphins, in my opinion. They just haven't played a schedule. We'll get into it. Eagles beat them. And then Belichick upset Buffalo, even though it didn't look good there at the end. But Mac Jones got it done. Mike Gusecki, Jersey Kid, got it done. And uh, two great games for the Jets there. Uh, Wayne, how are you? I'm good. Well, you said uh, it's nice to not have to play uh, and gain ground uh, in the playoff race. I know it's still early, but, uh, yeah, I love seeing the – the upsets there. Uh, hopefully, we see more of them. But like you said, it, is Miami not what we thought they were? Because they look like they're world beaters the first couple of weeks. Yeah, they're definitely you know the Dennis Green. We are who they thought they were. They're definitely not. Yeah. And I'm in a survivor pool. They used to be called a suicide pool. You got to you got to pick an NFL team to win each week, and you can't pick that team again. Right. And we had me and my brother and dad had five slots to start the year. We're down to two. And I was arguing with my dad. He wanted the Rams. I wanted the Eagles. And we went with the Eagles, thank God, because the Rams lost. Eagles won. And listen, the Eagles have the trenches. They're going to dominate Miami in the trenches. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah. He said, look at um, look at the NFC East, you know, teams we have to play. Obviously, we took Philly, but – uh. Dallas, Dallas is tough, but, uh, you know, the fact that we still got the Giants and, and the Redskins, uh, it's a pretty good uh, division to be playing. You know, I'm not saying they're, they're guaranteed wins, but uh, they should win those two games, right? There. They should. Uh, you know, we could take one from Miami, the other one from New England. It's, the schedule doesn't look crazy. I mean, we got the Texans, we got the Falcons. Um, I think we're through the rough part of it. So uh, if you told me – before the season that we'd be three and three at the bye. Would you be happy with that? Oh yeah. What 100%. about if I told you we'd be three and three after Aaron Rodgers got hurt? Would you be happy with that? Ec- ecstatic. Like, yeah. like I would have been happy with three and three with Rodgers. Right. That's how difficult the jet schedule have been, has been before the Eagles game. Miami's opponent record was nine and 26 and the jets That's was cool. 20 and 16. Yeah. So it, it was such a cupcake schedule. Look at this. Chargers first week. Chargers have talent, no doubt. Um, but they beat them on the road. Solid win. 36-34. Went to New England. Beat them. They were 1-5 until this last week's game. Smoked Broncos. Lost to a good team in the Bills. Smoked the Giants. Smoked the Panthers. So all of these teams they beat, they were 1-5 basically. You know, 1-5, 2-5. Right. Like every single team. Yeah. 
Yeah, like I said, who, who they? I mean, they got they got Chiefs, Raiders, yep, Titans. They got us again. Baltimore. We got Baltimore, yeah, and Dallas too, and Dallas, and they end with the Bills. Hey, they can legitimately lose the last three games of the year. Oh Four, yeah, if you include us. Yeah, if if the Jets beat the Giants this Sunday, and they should, but. Yeah. You know, the Jets luck, the Giants are starting to figure it out a little bit right at the time they're going to play them, which is interesting. Yeah. And that's how the schedule works. Like, when do you catch a team? Do you catch them in the first five weeks where the Giants were dreadful or do you catch them when they start to rebound? And the Jets are catching them when they're starting to rebound a little bit. Um, But uh, what's the potential comeback of the – Fountain of youth and a healing power that Aaron Rodgers has uh, to get back one at practice and two potentially uh, to play in a game. What's the time frame? Dude, I mean, it's it's ridiculous seeing him at the game against Philly before before it started throwing the ball, yeah. doing mini calf raises on the sideline. I don't know. I'm still very 50 50 on if he's going to return this year because. Man, he does look good, but still, that is a tough injury. Um, I think the the best point is, even if he doesn't return, I think it's so critical that he's doing this because it keeps hope alive yeah. for everyone on that team. Uh, like, looking towards that leader, like, he's the leader of the team now, unquestioned. And the fact that he's doing everything he can, I wouldn't put it past him to – I'm not saying he's faking it. Like, his intentions are to get back, but I wouldn't put it past him to also realize – and say, hey, if I put this narrative out there, it can only lead to good things to keep hope alive yeah. for everybody. Well, he said, uh, <laughs> you, you're nervous uh, thinking that way. And people say, hey, you know, if uh, Zach led him to a playoff wildcard, whatever it is, why would you want to take him out? It's, yeah. you know, that's because it's Aaron Rodgers. It's Aaron freaking Rodgers, <laughs> dude. <laughs> I mean, listen, yeah. even if Zach plays tremendously well, they get along so well that. Hey, Zach, go to the bench. Your time will come eventually. Don't don't yeah. sweat it, kid. Let's talk about Zach and uh, his performance mm-hmm. uh, versus the Eagles. Uh, he did what he needed to do, obviously, but the defense, you know, without Sauce and Reed and those guys, uh, man, I mean, they really stepped up. And, and the Williams brothers, dude, they're, uh, Quincy might be playing as good as Quinn, and, and Quinn is playing at an all-pro level, though. They got a they got a fine there in Quincy Williams when uh, Joe Douglas brought him in. I remember you talking about him two years ago. Yeah, and, and like you were the one of the first guys to mention him. Like he's running all over the field, doing ridiculous things, and he was. But they, the level he reached is just absurd. Yeah, I mean, what can you say? Yeah, he's all over the place, and uh, I I was talking. Uh, how uh, it all see like you know he he's the closest thing I had like to a brother mm-hmm. on the field, but to actually be out there with your blood lining up one in front of the other that that must be pretty. And parents should be proud, man. But that must be pretty pretty cool to uh to have each other uh you know out there. Yeah, it, it's very rare. I mean, NFL brothers are rare for the for but on the same team that that's yeah. ridiculous. I. I how can you ever expect that number one? And now that it's come true, um, Nania, the co-founder of JetX, actually digged up a, a tweet of mine where I was at the, one of the Ulbrich press conferences, the defensive coordinator, right. two years ago. 
when Quincy, the first year he was with the Jets, and the quote was, he could be the best linebacker in the league if he wants to be. Right. And Nanya saw it. I don't. I didn't remember it. And then, and then I saw the quote, and I just stood there. I was like, "Oh my god, Oberg has really found something, and Quincy has really delivered." Yeah, he said, "What I see um, today, I'm not sure what you heard. That Reed and Sauce are still in the concussion protocol. What is? Uh, what are you hearing about that? I mean, obviously." They, they need him this week to get back out there. You know, those guys did a great job, but what's the latest on uh, them two with their concussions? I yeah, I don't know that to be honest, it's, it, it's still the jets do a good job of kind of keeping this best case scenario, yeah. like uh, questions we don't know. No one knows they're still in there. It could be a snap of a finger and they're ready to go. Right. Um, but the defense, what did you think about the defense with Ulbrich against Philly? Yeah, I guys. mean, uh, yeah, it's crazy, man. It, it, it's driving me nuts with the uh, third down and uh, everybody's running down the field with their back to the quarterback and they're taking off uh, every time. But, uh, you know, it's a bend but don't break. It's like uh, we get to the red zone, we can't score. And when the other team gets there, they can't score either. Uh, the, the defense, uh, when they get inside the red zone, is awesome. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, you know, starting to look like what they thought they'd be. Like you said, you know, they were saying 85 bears and this and that. And, uh, you know, they're going on, uh, you know, 14, 15, 16 play drives. That's that's their fault. That's not the offense's fault. But, uh, yeah, they've come around. Uh, and I think last week was a big springboard to uh, to finishing the season strong. Yeah. And this is a this should be a reminder for everybody you can't judge a unit Miami's offense the Jets defense based on five games six games right you just can't do it like oh they're ranked first in the league they're ranked last in the league what's their schedule like what are the circumstances right um so I I would say that and we'll get into some plays to the the wrapping up the Eagles win the at Tony Adams interception because it was some remarkable plays but we always fans always want sauce to travel with the receiver. Right. Right. Sala recently made a a great quote where he said, the reason we don't do that is because we want to teach the system. We we want the system and the team approach to come ahead of any one individual. And and it makes a a lot of sense. No. Yeah. Listen, him not traveling. That hasn't doesn't take away from, uh, how good he is and how good he's going to be. Not right. not all the guys travel, you know, the, even the best ones didn't. Um, you know, it's just diff- different. Keep them on the one side uh, and double the, the the guy on the other side. Um, you know, so, yeah, I don't – that doesn't bother me at all. I've never uh, – I've never felt like that took away from the, uh, you know, the greatness of someone. So, uh, yeah, we need them back. But the guys who filled in, man, that was uh, – that was great. Uh, unbelievable. And, and, unbelievable. And the way it did and see the sidelines. And, uh, you know me, I see Zach on the sideline, you know, with that face. Uh, but he finally smiled when they got the win. Yeah, uh, he did. He's more relief than anything. Yep, he did. And the D-line. The Eagles couldn't run the ball. Yeah. They just couldn't run the ball. And Jalen Hurts, you know, as great as he played last year, you know, as, as good as he still is, get escaping sacks and, and making things happen, 
this offense needs a running game, this Eagles offense, and, and the Jets took it away. Yeah. This was the first down play. It, it just stuffed the run. First down play that that led to the Adams interception that sealed the game pretty much. And Quinn is just beasting it. Now let's go and I'm going to ask you if you uh at the bye, who would you say are the offensive and defensive MVP if you had to pick one? Mm. Offense will probably go on Brees, right? There's really nobody else. I mean, Garrett, I mean. It's probably, it's, yeah, it's probably close between Brees and Garrett. But I'd, I would go Brees. Yeah. I would go Brees because, and, because that's the identity of the offense right now. And defense? Wow, it's a tough one. Because there's so many guys who help Quincy up front. Um, in terms of like a, a, a splash MVP, I, yeah. I'd go Quincy. But in terms of like the heart and soul, I'd stick with Quinnen. Got to. Yeah, but it's close. It's, uh, it's really close. The fact that we have a couple to choose from is uh, very, very nice. Very, very nice. How would you grade the uh, coaching in uh, offense, defense, special teams? Greg the leg is awesome, man. Yeah, Zero Line's been tremendous. Special teams have been good. Charles Irvin's been good. Uh, Like, Hardy goes down. They don't miss a beat because they have plenty of depth. They have a lot Mm -hmm. of depth there. And then Hardman, they traded Hardman to KC, which I'm sure you saw. Yeah. Uh, But they're going to be fine with Xavier Gibson, Brownlee, Irvin Charles. Right. Um, Special teams. Probably B plus A minus. Right. Um, offense would pro- I'd probably go overall C, but it, it's trending in the right direction. I agree. Yeah. Bet, probably C. And, and defense, I'd give a B plus to. Yeah. Like you said, this is the fact, man, that we're sitting at three and three and potentially four and two is uh is crazy. So uh let's let's look ahead. Um what is your feeling on the Giants if they're coming around a little bit? Do you yes. think, uh, like I said, with the running game, do you think Saquon's going to have any luck against uh, our front seven? No, because look at this. Nut crunching time, second down. This is a play that I, this is a right call by the offensive coordinator where they're trying to get to the edge. Yeah. And Lawson crashes down. I don't know why. I mean, I'm sure that's the design. Lawson crashes down. So watch Sherwood here. This is a bad spot. Right. Mosley's in, uh, outside in, the, the blocker's in the right spot. Sherwood cannot be a hero here. And if he tries to be a hero, the running back could easily scamper for the first down yeah. and end the game. But he takes it on, edge, keeps his outside shoulder somewhat free, and he and he's patient, and he's patient, yeah. and he's patient, and he lets his guys come to him. Yeah. So that's the run defense that – stop the Eagles, and it's a team-run defense. So I think they're going to do it against Barkley, too. The Giants, the key is Zach Wilson against the Blitz. Wink Martindale is going to blitz the hell out of Zach Wilson. They figured out something defensively over there. Yeah. Um, yeah, they could uh, track down the quarterback. But, uh, listen, you know, I was a Giant fan growing up. and uh, yep. Bill Parcells. Yeah, it's a big thing, uh, this, this this game and bragging rights and – you know, we only play in preseason mostly, but yeah, if you want to know, it is a big deal because these are the people you got to see uh, out and about uh, during the season and the off season. Uh, let me look at some of the comments here. 
Michael Peeper Jr. I love the Jets' new look defense with two down linemen and five guys standing threatening blitz. So, there, please, yeah. When it's when it's third and long, it's like a passing situation. Yeah. I mean, they might have their edge guys just stand up because there's no, they're not going to play run D. Right. Um, so, Michael, don't don't look at it as just two D linemen. It's still four. They're just plugging up gaps, showing it at the at the beginning. Like right here, this is the Tony Adams interception. Standing in the right over the tight end right here, standing in the B gap, three down. It's basically five, five at the line. And this was a great quote by Tony Adams asked about this interception. He said, I didn't even do anything. The coaches just told me to go here, to go to this spot, and Hertz is going to throw me the ball. Right, right. Which is insane. And you knew they weren't going to blitz here. They brought four, trying to get Jermaine Johnson down the interior, which is smart. And one deep, and they just play the sticks. It's situational ball, play the sticks, with your life on the line, and you bracket every receiver, one in between. Yeah, everybody's right, right there. And right there, it sticks. A to-the-sticks pass coverage all the way. Yeah, and the big thing is, you know, when you can get a negative play or – a penalty against them, you know, these, uh, you know, third and five, six, seven plus, you know, kind of limits the playbook a little more. Um, yes. Like you said, you could just set it to sticks. So uh, it all starts with first down and, uh, you know, trying to get negative players or stop the run. Uh, and I think that's what they've been doing. Man, I wish you would have scored. I, was- I know. I know. Oh, all right. Here. What about um, there's been a contrasting uh do you think that Bree should have not scored and laid it down or it was right to score? No, no, no. He did. Sanchez fouled up everyone who called the game. I love Sanchez, but Philly had two timeouts left. Yeah. You cannot play around there. Like, like the Jets had trouble in the red zone all day. What Sirianni did was the worst move ever because Jets had trouble all day in the red zone. And it was, what, like minute 40, minute 50 left with two timeouts? Right. If you play defense there, you stop the run, you stop the run. Maybe they pass it. Maybe they run it, kick a field goal. You still have a minute 50. You have like 50 seconds left with no timeouts down just, what, one or two points. And a field goal wins it. Yeah. That's so much better than having a little extra time and needing a touchdown. You know how yeah, it is as an touchdown. offensive player. Yeah. So. so Sirianni, I think he just – Frustration got the better of him. It was the worst call. I don't um don't know if I ever was in that position, but I could see like like uh, Patrick Mahomes. He rolled out. He's going towards the sideline. You stay in bounds. But when you're kind of up to full speed and you're got a big hole, I, I don't even know how I would slide to not go in the end zone if I was. Yeah, being it, he's be, a freight train. He, he would. I mean, they. You got a better chance of getting hurt trying to stop and do that yeah. than getting hit. Now, if if Patrick Mahomes is my quarterback and I yeah. don't have red zone or offense issues, yeah. okay, maybe I'm stopping at the two or three right. and then trying to score a touchdown on third down. Yeah. But with this man. offense, I, no freaking way. Take like, the touchdown. Take right. the touchdown and play defense. Uh, Lionheart, hey, guys, goodbye week for the Jets, both the Dolphins and Bills. L. A win this week would be huge. Not sleeping on the Giants. Yeah, this yeah, is a dude. team that was getting beat like that. Now, wait, is Tyrod Taylor still the quarterback um, or is Daniel Jones back? 
I think it's still up in the air, but it, gun to my head, I would say um, Tyrod Taylor is going to be the quarterback. Who would we rather have? <laughs> Good question. I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. And Dayball, I'm looking at it. Dayball has no update on the Daniel Jones injury today. And by the way, Salah on Sauce and Reed. Yeah. I just looked at the the transcripts from the Jets. He said they'll know more on Wednesday. So we'll okay. have a great idea on those two by Wednesday. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's that's funny. I wouldn't even know which which quarterback I won there. Um receivers for the Giants. Uh this high kid, this rookie. Yeah. Uh, it looks good. Uh, I was always a big fan of Waller. Um Wondale Robinson looks pretty good too. But with our linebackers um, and the corners, if we can make, you know, uh, Saquon beat us, um, you know, I don't know. I don't think they're going to move the ball much on us. Is, is if Can we play error-free football uh, on offense, let the defense do their thing, and that's how, how we're going to have to win. You know what I mean? That's, uh, yeah. that's the recipe for success. Yeah, and the, and the Giants, you know what it comes down to with them. Their O-line is just dreadful. And Andrew Thomas isn't back. I would give the Giants a much better chance if Andrew Thomas was back, but he's not. And the Jets D line can feast. This game can really be fun for them. Yeah. Uh, Michael, again, how bad have the refs been this year? The Dolphins fans were upset last night. There were some. There were some tough calls. No question about it. Uh, the refs, I think they just overthink things in today's day and age with so many eyes on it, the technology, the reviews. I think it's I think it's a lot harder. And I think the the humanity of these guys is just showing a lot more, you know? Yeah. Listen, you know what the biggest problem I have, I watch this whole uh, you know, obviously I'd love to play now. You know, you can't get hit if you're not looking, you can't uh yeah. Get hit in the head, you can't get hit late, all these different things. But yeah. the fact that a receiver can't crack back, block, yeah. like a grown man and hit him, so what if he falls down? As long as it's not helmet to helmet, shoulder to shoulder, man. That's a, I don't like that. That's it's the only chance you got, like I said, the, to, to put it on someone. But the, the penalties they're calling now are just ridiculous, man. The uh, Lazard penalty, we'll bring it up. Just, yeah, I'm not happy with that. Dude, the Lazard penalty, listen. Yeah, that's the one. I understand if you want to protect them a little more and make sure it's not from the side. I still don't like it, but I understand it. This one wasn't even from the side. Yeah. Where is it? Oh, here it is. Look, he's coming yeah. straight on. He's not so from the side at question, all. The refs, the refs have been bad to answer the answer the question. Look at this block. Yeah, perfect. Like, come on, like you can't you can't penalize a block because the guy's not looking. Yeah. Sorry, that's stupid. From the side, from like a ninety degree angle, I get it, but this is not a blind side. This is and he held he held up at the end too. Like he was a nice guy about it. Uh. I think uh, no more comments. I think the fans are on a bye too this weekend. Stop Barkley. Uh, yeah. He said, make the quarterback, whether it's Jones or uh, Tyrod beat us. So, did, did, um, 
Did the Jets call up Brownlee at receiver? Michael asks, not yet, uh, unless I missed something today. But the roster is still at 52 guys, minus Hardman. Um, so I think at some point this week, that it will be Brownlee. Actually, no, Brownlee's already on the roster. What am I talking about? They're going to add a, a different guy to 53. The difference is Brownlee will actually dress this from now on. Like he's been inactive each week. So to answer your go. question, yeah, he'll be in he'll be in uh, uniform. And Jay Z, what is the Lazard supposed to do? Are you just not allowed to block at all in that situation? I don't know if you're supposed to shield or I don't know. This is like flag book football. My yeah. kids, a twelve year old, they're not allowed to block for each other. I so don't know. like put it, put your hand they in can his run face. next to him. They can <sighs> run next to him down the field. I don't but, know. Yeah, it's like this is um, yeah, it's like two hand touch out there, man. I don't know. They, like, yeah. Let's see some some controlled violence, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Control kickoffs too. Like the fact that there's no more kickoffs anymore. Well, it, it makes it makes yeah. me even angrier that they still go through the process of having these guys kick the ball off. Yeah. You know what's crazy is think about some of the people from the past whose careers were made. On kickoff returns and punt returns and all Devin that Hester. Yeah. Some Dante Hall. Guys. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Cordell Patterson. Is, uh, things are uh yeah, things are different now. Yeah, dude. It's it, listen, they're gonna phase it out. So why are you still kicking off? Making these guys run down the field for nothing. Like you get a kick return one of every like 30 attempts. Okay, here let's let's do this last one. This is a good question. Is it the Lionheart? Is it me? But is this the first season I can remember there? Not a clear cut favorite to win the Super Bowl uh, this year, especially in the AFC. I don't think anybody's unbeatable. Uh, you know, everybody's a combination of we beat them, but they beat this. And we look, you know, I mean, this is uh, That's true. This is open. If you can That's make true. it, you can make it into the show, I man. You just got to go on a little win streak. You know, and you're yeah. playing in the Super Bowl. I mean, who, who's your favorites? Uh, NFC, AFC. Uh, I think uh, a rematch of last year, KC and Philly. Yeah. Or, or the wild card is Burrow catching fire and, and Cincy playing against Philly. San Fran, I still, I think San Fran's the best team right now, still. But I think injuries will catch up to them. And I think something's going to go wrong. San Fran usually has better seasons when they start off slow and then catch fire late. I just feel like I feel something's wrong this year where they started off so hot and something's going to fail. Yeah. But who do you, who do you got? Philly Uh, or San Fran? San Fran's playing with like a half hour at Minnesota. They could go down. I mean, uh, it's very, very possible. Um, McCaffrey's banged up. Yeah, McCaffrey's banged up. Debo. Uh, yeah, it's uh it's wide like he like he said uh Lionheart said it is it is wide open. If you can make it in there, uh I mean get get a home game, get a whatever it is. Like I yep. said, the Giants did it twice in the wild card, get a little win streak going. They did you get Rogers back. That, that's my question for you to to end this thing. Yeah. Does Wayne Corbett say Aaron Rodgers will return in the regular season this year? Yes or no? Listen, uh, you know, I've only seen a couple guys have it and come back. And, uh, you know, Vinny wasn't the most mobile guy, um, you know, but what he went through in the rehab and stuff like that. He was, he was out there without crutches 
without a boot on. And it wasn't like he was just standing there. He was kind of like putting his weight back and forth on it and moving around. I mean, gingerly, but that's that's not normal. So if if he's at that point already, I think uh, I think he comes back for sure. Okay, that's good. And do you know what today is, by the way? Monday Night Miracle. Yes. Anniversary. That's right. 23 years to the day. Yeah. The actual Monday Night Miracle, which I got a clip right here. We're going to play it. Holy shit. I was 27 when that happened. 27. Uh, That sounds right because would you came in at 95, right? Yeah. So, yeah, like 22, college, graduate college, 22, yeah. I also want to tie that up right here. Hey, watch uh, watch the – I think it's certain on me. Watch me turn them around. All right, let's see. Is the video too big? No, it's good. All right. Watch Wilson, yeah. Yes! Miller losing his mind. Yeah. Perfect. And have confidence that Corbett could make the adjustment on this. Yeah, he led you, man. He did. Vinny wasn't playing it safe. I was looking over the white shoulder because I had a poster or or flag, and I, 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 when he threw it, I was, I was looking all over the place. I just, yeah, you were looking to the inside first, right? (laughs) He, dude, he put it out there like that was. It was a tough adjustment, like. The Coles play, he just threw it up, said, what the hell? Try to make a play. Yeah. And it, and he did. Yeah, that was one awesome. was – he needed some late separation. And yeah. uh, Arnold called it. We'll say that. Yeah. Very cool. Well, let's uh, – we'll see where we're at after this week. Hopefully we're uh, – and I think we should be at four and three uh, going into the week after that. And, um, yeah, like you said, no game, no stress. But we made up ground. So all in all, a good week. As Lionheart says, Wayne is 27 now with smiley yeah. face. You feel 27? No. <laughs> My eyes starting to heal a little bit. That's this one. Ah, it looks, it looks good. Stitches are going to come out soon. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Stupid. All right. Well, hey, folks, iTunes, rate and review. Love us. Uh, go to the site. Use discount code 80. And uh, love all of you. See what happens this weekend against the Giants. And we will be back on uh, Monday. Sounds good, man. Take care. All right. Later.